This is AgriPulse Daybreak for Wednesday, June 9th. Brought to you by Watkinson Miller and Dairy Management Incorporated. Good morning. I'm Jeff Nally. Here's today's headlines. Ag groups put number on climate research need. Senators plan cattle market hearing and no Department of Justice decision yet on pork case. Biden and Hill told $40 billion needed for ag research. A broad array of national and state farm organizations appealing to Congress and the Biden administration to provide $40 billion in new funding for climate-related and ag-research infrastructure. The groups want the money included in a climate and infrastructure package that Biden is trying to get through Congress. This once-in-a-generation opportunity to significantly fund food and agriculture research, innovation, and infrastructure is crucial for the United States to reclaim our global lead in food and agriculture science and rise to meet today's crisis in those in the future, the groups say in separate letters to President Joe Biden and congressional leadership. POTUS heads to Europe. President Biden leads his first overseas trip today, heading first to England for the G7 summit. Biden will be in Europe through next week. He's scheduled to meet June 16th with Russian President Vladimir Putin. Ahead of the trip, ag and biotech groups have been urging the administration to address the trade concerns with the EU, including new restrictions on dairy exports. Senator Chuck Grassley of Iowa says he expects Biden to push Putin to crack down on ransomware attacks like the one that shut down JBS USA packing plants last week. If Putin doesn't intervene, he could face new U.S. sanctions, Grassley says. So for more on the dairy issue, be sure and read our weekly AgriPulse newsletter today. We also look at the White House Council of Environmental Justice recommendations that have implications for agriculture. And we report on the airline industry's push for biofuel incentives that could intensify the competition for vegetable oils. Biden ends infrastructure negotiation. President Biden has ended negotiations with a group of senior Republicans over the infrastructure package. The lead GOP negotiator, Shelley Moore Capito, announced that development after a call with Biden yesterday. But the White House said Biden talked separately yesterday with GOP Senator Bill Cassidy of Louisiana and two swing Democrats, Joe Manchin of West Virginia and Kirsten Simita of Arizona. Biden will be in contact with them by phone while he's in Europe, said White House Press Secretary Jen Psaki. Capitol complained that Biden continued to insist on funding infrastructure with tax increases. We'll have more AgriPulse Daybreak after this. Located in Washington, D.C., Watkinson Miller has been providing legal services to the agriculture industry for more than 30 years. The attorneys at Watkinson Miller possess a unique combination of knowledge, skills, and experience working with commodity boards and their partner organizations and the U.S. Department of Agriculture. Watkinson Miller is proud to serve the agriculture community by delivering top-quality legal services that achieve cost-effective results. Welcome back to AgriPulse Daybreak. Senate Ag preparing hearing on cattle market. The top Republican of the Senate Ag Committee, John Bozeman, says the panel's leadership is working toward holding a hearing on cattle pricing as soon as possible. 
What I would like to do is get people that are very respected by everyone on a panel to see if we can find a common ground, Bozeman told AgriPulse. Senators Grassley, Deb Fisher of Nebraska, and Cindy Hyde-Smith of Mississippi met Bozeman and Chairwoman Debbie Stabenow Monday night. Grassley told reporters that he hoped a hearing would come before August. Stabenow said they're still deciding on a date. By the way, Representative Vicki Hartzler, a Republican of Missouri, introduced a bill similar to Fisher's Senate Cattle Market Transparency Bill yesterday. Hartzler's bill would require minimum cash trade levels, expand packer reporting, and create a contract library. Hartzler also joined several of her colleagues in a letter to the Department of Justice asking for a civil investigation into the nation's top four meat packers. Now take note, the committee has set a vote for Thursday on Janie Sims Hip, Biden's nominee to become USDA's general counsel. She is not expected to have any trouble getting Senate approval. Vilsack, no decision yet on appeal of line speed ruling. Ag Secretary Tom Vilsack distanced himself from litigation over line speeds at swine slaughter plants, which a judge said in March need to be slowed at six plants operating under the new swine inspection system. The pork industry has been urging USDA to appeal the decision. Of course, USDA appeared to have rejected last month when its Food Safety Inspection Service said the six facilities should prepare to revert to their old speeds of 1,106 animals per hour at the end of this month when the decision goes into effect. Speaking to reporters yesterday, Secretary Vilsack said no decision on whether to appeal has been made and that in any case that decision is up to the Solicitor General. But he also said, I think the parties are talking, which I think is a good thing. But public citizen attorney Adam Pulver, representing the United Food and Commercial Workers Union, told AgriPulse no one from USDA or the pork companies has contacted him. By the way... Senator Grassley of Iowa is asking his Senate colleagues to sign a letter asking the Justice Department to appeal a court decision that would require pork processors to slow line speeds. Propazine being phased out. Aldicarb hit with court ruling. The registration of the herbicide propazine is being canceled at the request of the manufacturer, EPA says. Used in sorghum in Texas, Kansas, and Oklahoma, the product manufactured by Alba Incorporated will be phased out over the next year. The Environmental Group Center for Biological Diversity called the announcement good news, citing an EPA analysis showing the use of the chemical was, quote, likely to adversely affect 64 different threatened or endangered species. Alba did not respond to a request for comment. Meanwhile, the U.S. Court of Appeals for the District of Columbia Circuit on Monday vacated EPA's registration of Aldicarb for use on Florida oranges and grapefruit because the agency did not perform an endangered species consultation. Earlier this year, Florida rejected an application to use the insecticide to combat citrus greening. U.S. ethanol exports declined in April. U.S. ethanol exports dropped by 15% in April to 112.7 million gallons, down from 133 million in March, according to the Renewable Fuels Association. China, the main factor, according to the Renewable Fuels Association. U.S. ethanol exports spiked in March to 48.3 million gallons and then dropped in April to 11.8 million 
a 76% drop. Shipments to Canada and India also declined, but South Korea tripled its ethanol imports, taking 23.2 million gallons. Mexico imported 3.4 million in April. That's a six-month high. Here's today's They Said It. By providing solutions to short- and long-term challenges, research makes our food and agriculture sectors a powerhouse for the U.S. economy. Those farm groups and their letters asking for $40 billion in new research funding. Well, that's Daybreak for this Wednesday, June 9th. Brought to you by Watkinson Miller and Dairy Management Incorporated. For the latest news out of Washington, D.C., visit AgriPulse.com. For AgriPulse Daybreak, I'm Jeff Daly.